Welcome to the Career Change Podcast, where you'll discover the frank and practical advice and resources that are already proven to work in the real world when it comes to changing careers or figuring out what business is right for you when you are a smart but likely also stuck, overwhelmed or overthinking person in your mid-30s, your 40s, your mid-50s. I'm your host, Ricky Hansen, a career change advisor, entrepreneur and former corporate HR professional with over 15 years experience of helping thousands of people just like you identify Identify or create careers or businesses that are both meaningful and future-proof. Welcome home. Hey, it's Ricky here and welcome to episode 25 of the Career Change Podcast. Let's talk about the risks of not changing careers, the risks of not starting that business you really want to start, especially when you're in your 30s or 40s plus. Why do I want to talk about that? I want to talk about that because way too many smart people that I come across, they fall consistently into this cognitive bias trap of massively, massively underestimating the risk of continuing to staying stuck in a career or job they loathe, whilst they totally, at the same time, overestimate and almost exclusively focus on the often vague and often very imagined risks of changing careers, and hence they're still stuck. Could you use some of that? Then keep listening, because here's what I've noticed. Ever since I started my career change consulting firm back in 2005, here's what I noticed again and again. Most people in transition, they focus and worry way more about the often vague and very often imagined risks of changing, and hence they keep staying stuck, right? They just worry that it's way too risky to change careers. But the antidote that I want to talk to you about here in this episode, and what I've seen work really powerfully for my own clients, that is to go from vague to concrete and to identify and focus on the kind of risks that are actually very real and that you can actually mitigate very much by changing careers or starting that business, i.e. getting what you really want and thereby mitigate the risks. So if you're looking for a much deeper level of motivation, this episode is for you. I want to teach you how to to identify the kind of very real risks that will actually fast track and motivate your career change as opposed to keeping you stuck. I'll even do a very powerful exercise with you that the result of which you can carry with you every day to speed up that transition. Because here's the thing, one of the questions I am asked the most is, is it too risky to change careers or to start your own business? And what that means is that the focus of most people is just squarely on those, like I said, very often imagined and very vague risks of changing careers. And if that's you, you probably don't need help figuring out, you know, the risks associated with changing careers. You're probably doing very well with that. You probably got a really good imagination in terms of imagining all kinds of risks, right? But what I'm rarely asked about is, is it too risky to not change careers, right? Which is really crazy because at the same time, those people who are 100% focused on the risks of changing careers. Those very same people, at the same time, they're totally ignoring or underestimating the risks of staying stuck, of not changing. And what's so interesting, most of the risks associated with staying stuck, they're very real. 
They're not vague. They're not imagined. And even worse, you're already paying the price and you're already running the risk just by staying stuck. And that risk will just exponentially increase the longer you stay. But you know what I've also noticed over the last many years? Smart people are really good at ignoring inconvenient truths. So if that sounds like you, i.e. you're really good at imagining in all kinds of risk related to changing careers, but you're actually not really thinking about what you're risking by staying stuck, then my friend, you are absolutely in the right place. Because what I want to talk about in this episode is how identifying and focusing on those very real and very identifiable risks in your own career, you know, the risk associated with staying stuck, with not changing, they can really help you fast track your transition. And like I said, access a much deeper level of motivation because it's really the risks associated with not changing that you should worry about at least as much, if not more than the risks associated with changing. Just think about that for a moment, what I just said there. (laughs) Because I bet you this is something that's an issue for you if you're listening to a podcast called the Career Change Podcast. Imagine if you started from today onwards, right? Today is always a good time, right? Imagine if you started spending as much time and energy worrying about the risks of staying stuck and the risk of not going for your dreams as much as you currently do about worrying about the risks of changing careers or starting that business. Can you see how that might be helpful? You've heard me say this again many times at the Career Change Podcast, but I really, now you're in my world, I really want you to be highly protective of what you worry about. I want you to be highly protective about what matters most to you and worry accordingly. Worry in a way that's actually going to motivate you rather than getting you further away from what you really want. So to kick you off, I want to give you an example of what I mean when I say that often what people worry about are actually very vague and imagined risks. You know, vague and imagined risks to do with changing careers are often what's gobbling up most of your bandwidth and keeping you stuck. You know, that the risks that you associate and are so afraid of when it comes to making a big transition or starting your own business, have you noticed they're often actually really imagined or really vague, right? They're actually probably more possibilities than certainties, right? But you are treating them, those worries about changing careers, you're treating them as 100% threats or 100% certainty that they're going to happen. But the good news is that a lot of those imagined fears, imagined risks to do with changing careers, a lot of them, you can actually just clarify them and then deal with them and still change. Whereas the risks and fears associated with staying stuck and not going for what you real want, really want, they're actually very real and well-defined risks and worries. And they're a lot more difficult to deal with unless you actually change. So let's talk about a classic risk fear that people have. It's this fear of throwing it all away. Right? A lot of people worry about, oh, if they change careers, they'll be throwing it all away. And here's what I mean by that. I get this email all the time. Hey, Ricky, I've been a lawyer, an accountant, a marketing professional, you name it. Up until this moment, I worked so hard to get where I am now. I am so afraid that I'm going to throw that all away by changing careers. Right? 
I bet you can relate. If you're listening to this podcast, it's probably because you're a very unhappy lawyer or unhappy finance person, IT person, you name it. So let's be really clear. You're really unhappy in your career. So what that means is that clearly something needs to go. Something needs to change in order to take that pain away and instead give you more meaning and excitement about work, right? You need to clarify that bit. You need to go from vague to concrete. So the solution here, and let's agree on this, like I said, clearly, if you are unhappy in your career, in the work that you do, clearly something needs to be thrown away or you start need to start moving away from it. You need to start moving away from the things that are causing you the most pain in your current career choice. We need to identify what is it that's making you so unhappy? Is it your subject? Is it your boss? Is it your client group? What exactly is it? Because you would want to throw that away. You would want to move away from that. If you don't identify those pain points and start moving away from them, start replacing them from something else, i.e. throw those away, then the problem is just going to make your your career unhappiness is just going to get worse and worse the longer you stay or even worse, if you don't figure out what the problem is, you will replicate it in that next career you thought was going to fix it or in your own business, right? However, everything else can stay. All of the great skills that you have, the experience that you have, the traits that you have, the achievements that you've had, that great personality of yours, your gifts that you have, you can absolutely still take them with you and you should into your next career, into your own business. They will be the solid foundation on which you built what's next. Those you are not throwing away. Those you're using as a foundation, right? That's so important to get clear on. So it shouldn't be a worry. This is something I help my clients with a lot inside of my program, Your Career Change Map. Really figuring out what is actually the real problem you got on your hands? What is it that we need to let go of? What is it you need to leave behind to throw away, so to say, to get away from? Because until you solve that issue, you will keep replicating it no matter what you do. If you want to know more about Your Career Change Map, come over to the careerchangepodcast.com and ask me, all right? And then, yes, there might still be risks associated with changing careers, but you can clarify them and deal with them. Do you see why it's so important? And I keep banging on about this in a lot of episodes, but it's so important. It's so important to go from vague to concrete, and especially with risks and worries, because you will find that most of the worries are things you can deal with. Just like we talked about with, you're not throwing it all away. You are only throwing away those things that are not working for you. So don't worry about it. Just get really clear about what needs to go. So do you see how powerful this approach is? Clarify those vague risks and fears, and then you can handle them. On the other hand, let's move straight into the risks that you should actually worry about. Because they're concrete and they're already happening, and you are already paying the price by staying stuck and not changing, right? The risks and fears associated with not making the change as opposed to making it, right? The ones you're probably underestimating and totally ignoring right now. Those risks and those fears of you staying stuck, not moving on, just staying stuck where you are right now, those risks and fears they are rarely imagined. They're rarely vague. They're real. And there are very few ways of dealing with them or eliminating them unless you actually change careers or start that business. Whereas the longer you stay stuck, the worse those 
more dangerous those risks they actually get. So let's get concrete. And what I want to do in this episode, I want to specifically talk about the, the work career risks and costs that are real. They're not imagined, but they're to do with you not changing. I can, I'll always do other, um, other podcasts about the, the personal cost, the health cost, all of that, if you want me to. But let's for now, just talk about work and career risks associated with actually changing. So what I want you to do, I want you to cast your mind back to when you started becoming unhappy in your career, started realizing there's not what you wanted. Maybe that's a very long time. But for now, let's just do the last, let's say, 18 months, two years, you know, even before the pandemic, all of that. You know, what's really happened over those last, let's say, two to three years? What probably happened is that you've slowly been de-skilling yourself in your current career, becoming a lot less relevant. You might not have done any new courses, you might not have volunteered for any special projects. You probably just wanted to keep your head down and hoping that nobody's going to notice that you're not really happy at work. You probably haven't been reading up on your subject. So let me ask you a really frank question. How competitive are you really within your industry, right? Even if you've been there tons of years, you know, years don't really matter unless you really put stuff into them and you've got something to show for it, right? I often ask my clients to identify the biggest achievements in their careers, and often, if they've been unhappy for a while, those achievements, they didn't just happen recently, right? Can you relate to that? It was probably earlier on in your career when you were really still excited or at least engaged with it. And even if you maybe had some achievements recently, you didn't care about them because it didn't mean anything to you. So what we're talking about here is a very real risk that you are already dealing with, you're already experiencing, and that's de-skilling yourself becoming less competitive in your current line of work, in your career, in your profession. And that is only going to increase the longer you stay and don't engage with that profession. Now that, my friend, that is really the kind of throwing away that you should worry about because you're not upskilling, you're not being competitive, right? Now, I totally understand why this might be happening and why it can be painful to hear this because I get it. If you are not happy in your current profession, your current job, then you will de-skill yourself because you're not going to feel like educating yourself further or put yourself forward for the different things that are going in your company, you know, and hence you might not be promoted, you might not get the stuff that you want, or you might overwork, but you don't give a flying fart about it because you don't care about your work, right? It's painful, right? Especially if you don't have an interest. Like so many of the clients who come to me, they don't have an interest in the subject they're doing in the industry. They don't like the politics, all of that. But let's be very, very clear. That's why it's happening. It's a risk that you are facing right now. Even worse, it's a cost that you are paying right now. And the longer you stay on autopilot, which is so often what happens when people get unhappy, it's a kind of autopilot slash comfort zone. The longer you stay there, the riskier it gets. Just think about it. How do you feel about putting yourself forward for job ads or interviews or things to your profession, right? Probably not terribly excited, right? You're not getting more competitive. You're not getting more excited about your profession. It's just kind of a, a downward slide, right? In the world of work that we have today, the biggest risk is actually not changing, not keeping up. And it's also a really boring, horrible place to be, right? To work with something you don't want to keep up with, right? Right? Another flip side of that, 
And this is something I see with a lot of people that I speak to. The longer you stay in that career or that job you don't enjoy, where you don't grow anymore, you don't learn anymore, you don't volunteer anymore, what often starts to happen and grind away at you and eat away at you is a real loss of confidence. And it doesn't matter how many years you've had or how good you actually are confidence issue, imposter syndrome issues. You start questioning whether you're even good at something because kind of, and it's so interesting, isn't it? Because you don't care. So of course, you're not really going to do well or you're going to overwork and not care. But at the same time, even though you kind of know that's what you're doing, you still start questioning whether there's something wrong with you. You might get bullied. You might feel fearful for more younger ones coming into profession who will see more with it. Because guess what? They've had recent training and they're not jaded yet, but we don't see that. You might start second guessing yourself. I probably don't, I'm not going to go deeper into that one because if that's your issue, you know what I mean. It makes me so sad when the incredible people, they come to me and they hate they have these confidence issues that are literally kind of in a way self-imposed, if you see what I mean. Because of course you have them, the longer you stay there, the more you're going to feel like that if you don't want to be there. Okay, let's get you out of there. (laughs) Okay. So there's also the other risk of staying stuck in something you hate. And I, I often, I see this with so many people, they almost do the opposite. They kind of overwork and overachieve, but it has no meanings. And meanwhile, their health, their family and everything goes down the drain. But that's something we talk about in another episode. But let me ask you an honest question. Just try to fast forward six months, 12 months, 18 months. Will your risks increase or decrease, Right? Are you just going to more and more de-scale yourself, get more and more demotivated, less competitive, maybe even have confidence, self-confidence, imposter syndrome issues, or is it going to get any better, right? What, what are you actually currently doing to address all of these risks, right? You're probably spending the majority of your time worrying about all of the risks associated with changing careers instead, whereas right now on a daily basis, you're paying the price of staying stuck and you're ignoring risks that are potentially eating away at opportunities, Right? Let's go even deeper because I really, this is how the majority of my clients, they get the motivation to finally pull that plug and to finally get serious about changing is to really realize that the real cost, the real thing they should worry about is staying stuck because let me future pace you. Let's say that you remain stuck and unhappy in the profession you so badly want to leave behind because all you do in your head is worry about the risk of changing careers as opposed to dealing with the real risks of staying stuck. What does that mean over the coming years concretely, right? What I want to share with you is is one of the, the things that make the biggest difference to me back when I was stuck myself. You know, I used to work in human resources for American investment banks in London, and I knew I needed a change. And one of the things that really got me was when I started to think about that if I stayed and I didn't start my own company and I didn't change careers and I didn't go and do the work that I really wanted to do, what would that mean in terms of the person I would become the longer I would stay stuck? And you know what really worried me? And this is something I often talk to you about my clients. You need to think forward, you know, future pace yourself. What is really the real risk, the deep personal risk of staying stuck? For me, it was the fact, and for many of you listening, that maybe you will, if you stay stuck, maybe you will never get to experience your full potential. And let me clarify that because that can be quite vague. What it potentially means is that you will never figure out how good work could get, how great you could get, how good it could feel to perform 
and to have meaning and to be excited about the work that you do. Because here's the thing, you will only ever understand the extent of what you can truly accomplish if you consistently or on a regular basis push yourself out of your comfort zone, right? And figure out what you're truly capable of. That does not happen by being heads down or autopilot and hope people are not going to figure out how unhappy you are, right? Concretely, you will never get to experience what it's like to be truly excited about work, to feel be more of who you really are, to love the work that you do, to feel fulfilled, to care about the subject, to feel excited about you, you know, what you actually do on a daily basis. Just think about the amount of stress, resentment, and regret that you're potentially going to be accumulating versus just imagined risks. I did not want to turn into that kind of person who would be really resentful of not having made the choice to figure out just how good things could get and how exciting work could be, bearing in mind how much time we're spending there anyway. Another thing I often talk to my clients about is what I call your body of work, right? So if you think about, imagine yourself being, let's say, 85 years old and looking back over your work life, the sort of museum of work, what are you going to see? with these two paths. If you stay stuck where you are right now, when you walk through that museum, imagine like a virtual reality headset or paintings, what will you see on those paintings, those illustrations, those videos that you were doing at work? Like if you continue to stay stuck now, would that be a really exciting, meaningful museum? Or, I mean, that's definitely something that I I think about every day I wake up, or not every day, but on a very regular basis, you know, this body of work. One of the things, you know, that I love is helping people change careers, design businesses, design portfolio careers, figure out where the real problem is, the smile on their face, when they really get it, you know, um, working with people, connecting on a deep personal level, really helping them problem solve, getting the motivation, getting the confidence, all of that. Compare that to like a bunch of spreadsheets, emails, and office politics, right? I really want you to think about this for yourself, the real personal cost and the risk of not changing. I leave those things there. I go a lot deeper down that rabbit hole, but let's just do that for now. I want you to really take this seriously. Let's do an exercise. I want you to take out a piece of paper or, you know, virtual or real, and I want you to write down why it's risky for me to continue to stay stuck. Why it's risky for me to continue to stay stuck. And I want you to write down the biggest risks associated with you staying stuck, right? The real cost that you are already, you know, the price you're already paying, whether that's de-skinning yourself, demotivating, you know, the regrets accumulating, the fact that you'll never get to experience what the best kind of work you can do in the world really is, that whole potential thing. Because let's face it, potential is just something vague until you actually figure out what you're truly capable of doing. And that's what you should worry about not doing, right? You're an incredible person. I want to see more of that in your work. Okay, so write that dose down, pick your top three, And then carry that around with you as a daily reminder as to why you need to make that big change starting now. That's how you can use your fears, your risks to fuel you, right? So let's pull all of this together. 
what I want you to do from now on, promise me that you focus at least as much on the risks of staying put and of not making the transition that you do in terms of clarifying, making sure you clarify those real risks associated with changing and then dealing with them because there are always ways of mitigating those risks. But remember, a lot of the risks that you like, you know, the, the risks that you currently associate with changing careers are probably, they're vague, they're probably not even realistic, they're possibilities. Get clear about those. Whereas the fears and the risk associated with you saying stuck, right? They're happening. They're real. And what's interesting is the way to deal with them is to change careers or to start that business, right? What's really at stake here, my friends, is the kind of day-to-day experience of life you want to have because that it what, what that is really at the end of the day what work is which is why think about how much of your experience of life is your are your working hours that's really what's at risk here the biggest risk is not doing work that feels like you not doing work that you find meaningful and challenging so write that list and then get cracking with that transition. You know, come on over to the careerchangepodcast.com. Let me help you and let's get cracking. There's a wonderful quote um, attributed, um, attributed to Oscar Wilde where he says, one's real life is often the life that one does not lead. All right, the time to get cracking. I'll see you over at the careerchangepodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>